Welcome to the Passive Profits Podcast from StraightBlogger.com, where you'll learn from people already doing it how to build profit-producing online assets without having to leave the house. Now, here's your host, the guy whose biggest fear is having a boss, Nate Rivers. Hey, everybody. This is Nate Rivers with StraightBlogger.com, and this is episode 18 of the Passive Profits Podcast. What I wanted to talk about today is uh, how to write short ebooks that sell. So I'm basically, again, I'm just going to follow the format of my blog post that I've written out here, um, almost as kind of my notes. But I like to, you know, I like to talk through the things that I that I write about, basically. So pretty much all of my new blog posts from this point on will We'll have a podcast episode with it. Um, so when it comes to ebooks, up until I don't know six months ago, maybe or maybe around a year ago, I had kind of thought that ebooks were were fading out um, because a few a few years ago when I got started with all this online stuff, you know, ebooks were kind of the thing that you made. If you had an info product, really, it was just an ebook, you know, and you'd put it for sale on your site. And that's still a totally viable thing you can do. You know, you can uh, have an ebook and, you know, you just have the PDF or whatever. And as long as you have a delivery system like eJunkie or you could use ClickBank, you have some type of way to protect that because you're selling it from your own site. You know, you sell an ebook that way. And that's that's what I used to do. My first info product back in the day was an ebook, and uh, you know, within a few months of publishing that, I was getting sales from it and everything. But I mean, it was almost like the shiny object thing. I kept hearing, "Okay, you've got to make membership sites, uh, video courses, audio programs, things like that." So I messed around with the content of that book and changing it to like different media formats to where it ended up being a video course. And I mean, it's, it's still up for sale as a video course and it still makes sales. I mean, it was my first successful, uh, kind of niche site with my own info product. But anyways, I, I realize now that, you know, you don't have to be making or creating video courses to have your own, you know, successful info product business or a series of niche sites, you know, with, with video courses, you don't have to do it that way. And uh, the best place to get started for anyone at this point in time is definitely the Amazon Kindle platform. The Kindle platform has given everyone the opportunity to make money from publishing their own ebook or ebooks. Uh, so, why should you publish an ebook on Kindle? So, before I go into the details of kind of how to choose a topic for an ebook, I just want to tell anyone reading this or listening to this, I've got to assume that if you're, you know, on my blog or read or listening to this podcast, you're in some way interested in like online marketing or, you know, making money with the internet or having an internet business. And it really doesn't matter, you know, what, uh, what platform or, or what kind of method you're planning on following. I would say that you should try publishing your own ebook on Kindle. You could 
realistically go from zero to having a published book on the Kindle store within the next two weeks. And that's whether you write it yourself or you have it outsourced. It is not hard to do at all. And it's just a really good experience. It will basically take you through all the steps of publishing your own info product, but you don't have to figure out your own delivery delivery platform like you do when you sell an ebook from your own site. So really, I mean, you don't need to have a website to do that. Obviously, you don't. I think it's good, especially if you have kind of an idea uh, or a, a topic or a ser- I'm sorry, a topic of a book that could lead to or lend itself to a series of books, you know, where you publish several of these uh, kind of how-to books that tie together along a common theme, you know, that could be a series. Then you definitely want to have kind of a marketing platform behind that in the form of a blog, basically, um, which is kind of your home base to, uh, to drive traffic and sales outside of the Kindle store itself which in turn just increases your rankings. But that's more of an advanced strategy. Uh, So I'm kind of getting off topic or what I'm planning on talking about today. So um, you you don't have to figure out, you know, membership site software or even have a website, like I said. Um, It's just a really good experience to get your first kind of your own... uh, I mean, it is an info product, essentially, to have your own in, your first info product out there. You can get it done and published, and it's making sales within within two weeks from today. You really could do that, and I think you should. If you're listening to this, or if you've read this blog post, you should publish an ebook on Kindle, if for nothing else, just for the experience of you know starting and finishing uh, a project like that. Okay, so let's get into fighting the topics that people buy. So if you've ever tried to go on a diet and lose weight, um, which probably every adult in America or most developed countries have like tried to do, probably, uh, whether you realize it or not, you've purchased a lot of different products or services and even books to kind of try to help you with that. And... The same thing goes for any hobbies or problems that you've had at different points of your life that you've wanted to try and figure out. So the point I'm making is that when someone is really interested in something, they don't just go and buy one book on the topic. They buy several or maybe even a bunch of things or maybe even everything out there that they can find on the topic. They'll go and buy it. So uh, the reason I'm pointing that out is you know, you you might go uh, to the Kindle store and look around for a potential topic and think, okay, well, there's already 10 books on this subject. I mean, why would I write a book and who would read my book if there's 10 books on this already? Um, and I just, I mean, the easiest answer to that is it doesn't matter. Uh, if you can kind of come in with an angle, and that's that's something I'm going to, I'm going to cover here in a minute, um, if you can come up with an interesting angle or something just a little bit different, you still you can make sales easily on the Kindle store. Okay, so before I go any further, I do want to point out this this whole uh, kind of what I'm talking about. I'm not really talking about f- 
fiction books for Kindle. If you have a story in your mind that you've been wanting to write out, by all means, you know, get your story out onto paper, well, out onto a Word document, I should say, and, uh, you know, and publish it and see what happens. But for my purposes here, I'm really, I'm talking about kind of just nonfiction books, mostly how-to type of books, things that will just help someone solve a uh, kind of a self-contained problem. Just meaning it's something very specific, you know, 30 to 50 pages. That's really, that's it. So just to get ideas, you know, you might have something in your head or you, you might have, uh, I mean, you might have had an idea in your head of, of what a good uh, how-to book would be for a while. And maybe to kind of legitimize that idea or, you know, base it on things that are already selling, or even if you don't have any idea already in your mind. What I always do is I go to the Kindle store itself, you know, and just look around. That's how I get ideas for topics. Um, so what I like to do is I Google Kindle bestsellers because the link that comes up will be the Kindle store um, kind of sorted by bestseller rankings within each category. So you can go through and click the links and drill down through the different categories and the subcategories. And if you do that, you'll notice how many categories and subcategories there are. So you'll quickly find out that there are there is no shortage of topics. I mean there's I mean there's books for how to do pretty much anything. And again, the fact that that is that way doesn't matter. There's always room for another helpful book, you know. Um, so, so here's what you should do. Go through all the topics. Naturally, you'll most likely be looking through things that are kind of interesting to you or things that you kind of already have ideas about or at least are kind of familiar with. And as you do that, once you get down to, you know, when a subcategory ends, meaning you can't go any deeper, um, there will be the top 100 list for that subcategory. And as you go through and read the titles and what the different books are about in the top 100 category, or I'm sorry, in the top 100 books for any given you know topic, um, you'll you'll notice recurring themes. So you'll come across like the main ideas that come up over and over within the top 100 books for any given uh, category. And what you should do is just jot down some notes as you go. And you'll end up with a list of kind of hot buttons or, you know, basically just the main themes that these, that come up the most in the list of the top 100 books for any given category. So then what you do is you kind of find an angle. So once you've done the, the exercise I just explained and you have a small list of kind of key topics within a category... Try to think of how you could craft a book together that combines two or three of the elements that you've written down. And, uh, I mean, what this is really is is pure marketing. You're kind of, you're analyzing, you know, kind of the marketplace and, and just kind of trying to think up a little bit better way of putting something or, you know, basically building a better mousetrap, so to speak, um, so the next part, once you've come up with some sort of angle, 
Uh, Let me give you an example. People always want an example. So, one one topic that I have a book on in the Kindle store is, uh, like, the organic gardening. Because... I was looking through topics and everything like that, the exact exercise I just explained, and going through kind of some gardening topics, and if you kind of, if you get into the gardening uh, category, that drills down into like, I don't know, 10 or 15 very specific subtopics. Like I said, there's hundreds of categories when you really drill down to all the different subtopics and everything. And... uh what I noticed for, for that kind of group within kind of the organic gardening thing, the kind of the main themes that were coming up was container gardening, um, organic gardening, and uh, like superfoods, like growing your own superfoods, stuff like kale and spinach or whatever. And so I just basically put those three things together. And uh, I had this book written by a high quality writer from content authority. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what the title is right now, but it's like how to grow your own organic superfoods without a garden. And the without a garden part just sounds better as a title than uh, like in containers. So, so that's the idea. I combine those three kind of ideas into one book and I made an outline, sent it to the to the writer. She wrote the book. I went through, kind of edited it, uh, added parts that I wanted to add or or whatever, and you know within a week had like a published or a book ready to publish, which I then published because it only takes about three minutes to actually publish your book on the Kindle platform. So that brings me to the next point. That's kind of the process. Um, so the next point is writing a book that will sell. So without going over all the different uh, elements or marketing elements, you need to have your marketing elements in place and they need to be effective. And those things are like your cover, your book description, um, the preview, like what portion of your book a person can look at when they click on your book inside the, on the Kindle website, you know? Um, and, those are the things that will make your book attractive or interesting enough to someone to actually purchase it. But what will really drive your sales long term is the actual content of the book. So your book can't suck. You can't just, you know, you can't have this thing outsourced for, uh, you know, at really cheap writing rates or whatever and, and not really look at it once the writer sends it back to you and just publish it and throw it on there. Because... The, I mean, the the Amazon system is driven by buyer's feedback, obviously. The whole rating system is really what has made Amazon so popular. And, uh, you know, people are, if you have a bunch of typos, grammatical error, errors, if and if your content just is, just is crappy and really general, um, people are going to say that in your in your ratings and then your sales will just kind of drop off. On the other hand, if you put something together that's one big element, if you can kind of inject some personality into your actual book, the writing, 
you know, if your writer sends it back, and a lot of times, I mean, the uh, if if you have it outsourced, your book outsourced, and you know, whatever writing service you use, if you use a quality writer, a lot of times that element will be there. It'll almost just be kind of entertaining to read the book itself, even if it's about gardening, which seems really boring. Um, and and even if even if they don't, you know, you can kind of go through and and try to do that. That's a really abstract idea. I don't really have any like specific tips to do that, but just that alone, if it's if it if the writing flows and it's easy to read, people will like that, and you'll get more positive comments than you know than more negative comments. And and long term, that is what will drive the sales of your book. Um, my opinion, I mean, the best skill you can have for you know this whole internet marketing online business uh, thing is writing. Just everything boiled down, kind of copywriting or writing skills in general. Just being able to write coherently and persuasively. So, in my opinion, everyone should write their own book at one time, just for the practice, if nothing else. But anyways, you can outsource books. I mean, I have that done uh, all the time. But some of mine, I've written them, you know, the entire thing by myself, too. When I do have them outsourced, I go through and rewrite quite a bit of it, actually. Anyways, so the next point I have here is the, the beauty of the Kindle platform is that you know, you don't have to have your book perfect or anything about your book really perfect. Um, I would say it's more important to just set a goal and a deadline and hit that and get something published and out there. And then you can go back and improve your book. You know, you can you have your Word document or whatever you've written it in, and you can improve that, add more content, um, pop, make things more and more polished, try to perfect it if you can. And then re-upload it, and the whole thing will be, you know, the brand new version will be republished within 12 hours usually. And you can, anything to do with the book, you can do that with. You can redo your book description, your book preview, your your cover, um, your title. I mean, anything to do with the book, you can have that completely redone to kind of try something else within 12 hours. So, that's that's the beauty, I guess, really of ebooks in general, but... Again, the Kindle platform makes it even easier than if you're selling the ebook from your own site. So the next thing I have here is just uh, my last section is just do it. Like I said in the beginning paragraphs, the best thing that you can do is to set a goal to write and publish a book and then set a date to be done with it and just get it done by then. No excuses, just don't work on any, on anything else in your spare time, just get it done. And like I said, you can improve your book, go back to it as time goes on. But just get the first iteration done and publish it. And I think the big benefit in this is this type of project completion, just getting your first kind of product out there, will just give you more confidence and motivation to finish other projects that you have going, um, give you more confidence to go after some of the bigger goals you have for your business. So... That's it for uh, for this episode of the podcast. Um, Kindle publishing is really powerful and really, uh, once you kind of get the hang of it, it's, I don't know, I mean, it's, it's the most hands-off source of income that, income stream that my business has at this point. It's awesome. 
So I would say it's well worth the time investing to, uh, to publish a few books and try to figure it out. So again, this is, you know, my, if you're new, if you came across this podcast somehow, my main blog is strayblogger.com. My name's Nate Rivers. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll visit my site and listen to a few more of my podcasts.